Now is the time to check out Thrive Fantasy, a daily fantasy sports app of player props. They have eliminated the need to do your countless hours of research because they only ask you about the top tier athletes in a respective sport. You're going to choose 10 out of the 20 player prop options. That's how you build your lineup. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the overall under based on its likelihood to occur. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. Rack up the most points and win your share of the prize pool. They also have NBA, MLB, PGA, eSports. They have it. Player props. It's awesome. You need to go check that out. Use promo code SHED, S-H-E-D, when you sign up today and you will receive an instant, that's right, instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. Download the Thrive Fantasy app at the App Store or Google Play Store or by visiting their website at www.thrivefantasy.com. Promo code SHED. Check it out. To the Fantasy Shed on Air podcast. Everything you need to win your league. And now, your host, Rich Piazza. What's up, everybody? Thanks for listening to Fantasy Shed on Air, August 22nd, 2020. And I'm going to do a little mock draft here today. Now, first of all, mock drafts, if you're playing in, I don't want to say industry leagues, but leagues maybe in uh, the FFPC. Leagues with random, right? Players you're not really familiar with. That's where mock drafts might come in handy. If you're playing in just home leagues with your friends that you've been playing on, you know the league better than anybody, right? So there's really, mock drafts might not have the same value because if you're doing mock drafts, a player that you're targeting might keep going. You could do 30 mock drafts and the player you want is going in the in the sixth, seventh round in every mock draft you have done that's where you think you're getting that player, and then all of a sudden, you have your draft for your friends, and that player's gone in the third. It happens all the time. We know that. But it's good practice. You get an idea, especially good, like I said, if you're playing with randoms rather than with your friends, because nobody knows the league better than you do anyway. So, But mock drafts, again, they're fun, they're good practice, and when you have a mock draft simulator like the Fantasy Pros does, which is what we're using right now, which you can access directly from FantasyShed.com, It goes quick, right? It's very fast. It uses the algorithm and it gives you even recommendations and such as to who you should take and whatnot. So when I do mocks and I don't do as many as I as I probably should or that most people do, I'll do mock drafts for a couple different reasons, though. But I will do I'll try different strategies, right? One thing I don't do is zero running back. I don't believe in that right now, especially not this year. In fact, my strategy for this year is going running back heavy early on it might not always work out that way right so you got to be able to adjust and you try different things that's what mock drafts are for you try different things different strategies which roster you like best based on a certain strategy and you do a few of those and that's how you can uh, be more prepared for your draft so I mentioned we're using the fantasy pros mock draft simulator over at draft wizard and it's going to be a half point PPR 12 team snake Uh, I'm going to randomize my draft spot in just a second. Uh, The roster positions is going to be one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end, 
one flex, uh, which is a running back, wide receiver, or tight end. Not super flex, so no quarterback in that flex spot. One defense and seven bench spots. I did not put a kicker in there for a couple reasons. Number one, if you know me, you know how much I don't think you should have kickers in your fantasy leagues to begin with. And number two, I personally never draft a kicker anyway. So even if my league does have a kicker, I'm not drafting one. I'm going to use that for just somebody else because a lot could happen from now until the first game. If you're drafting, you know, night before week one begins, uh, begins maybe it's something different. But if you're drafting a couple weeks prior or a week prior, I'm going to take a bench guy. I'm going to take maybe a second or third running back on a team or maybe a wide receiver I think has some upside because a lot could happen from now until then. And injuries and whatnot, COVID, especially this year. So I want to be able to have that flexibility. And then when it comes time to, if I need a kicker in my lineup, that's when I'll drop somebody off my roster and pick up any random kicker that is available. So that's why I'm not even including a kicker in my mock draft right now. And you say, well, what's the point in that? Why not just include it if it leads it? Because you know why? If you're playing in a league with a kicker, that's your last pick. If you're picking a kicker in any other round other than your last, then you're doing it wrong. Especially because, you know, they like to give draft grades, which are fun, right? To take a look at what grade I got and so on. Well, if I have a kicker in the lineup here and I don't draft one, it's going to obviously affect that draft grade a little bit. So I'm curious to see how it is without it. So that's what I'm doing. Half point PPR 12 team league. Let's randomize this draft order now. See where I am picking and I'm picking in the second spot. So for those of you wondering, my preference, if I had to have a choice, it would be in the back end. Usually 11 or 12 is where I like to draft. I want to get those two top 24 players pretty close back to back. You know, you're going to get the 11th and 14th best player on your board or whatnot rather than early. And it's a long wait and a lot of good players are off the board. So but we randomized it. So that's what we're doing. We're picking from the number two spot. I obviously know who is going to be my pick. Now, I'll be happy with this because this guy who who would have been my, who's going to be my pick. Yes, obviously Christian McCaffrey went one. I have Barkley as my number one running back. So obviously if I'm picking number two and I get Saquon Barkley, I'm very excited about that. Well, Rich, how can you have Saquon over CMC? Well, I'm splitting hairs, right? You're splitting hairs. I would take either or. I just don't see McCaffrey backing up what he did last year, at least to that extent. And also, a running back has never finished in back as the number one running back in back-to-back years. So why not? I'm putting Saquon. However, when you go back and look at, at the history of the running backs in fantasy, those that finish number two oftentimes will have a number one finish. So maybe this is the year for Saquon Barkley. So he's my number one, but it doesn't really matter. It's not going to uh, affect the draft in any way. But Saquon, the consensus number two, is my pick at number two. Now, I'm going to read you the picks that go off the board after mine, and then when it gets up to my spot again. I'm not going to do that for every round, but here early on in the first couple of rounds, I will. This way you have an idea as to how it shaped up in the first two rounds. After Barkley and my pick, it was Elliott, no surprise, Michael Thomas, Avlin Kamara, DeAndre Hopkins at 1.6. That's a surprise to me right there. Derek Henry at 1.7. Mixon, Dalvin Cook, which I think is a steal at 1.9. Devontae Adams, 
Nick Chubb, which I think is a little early at 1.11 in my opinion, and definitely early for Odell Beckham at 1.12. I'm not sure, but you know what? This is actually good because this is like a a friends and family league, right? You're going to have that person who takes Odell at 1.12 when I don't think he should have Odell Beckham and Juju Smith-Schuster the next pick. So whoever was picking in the 12th spot got Odell and Juju and passed up on Julio Jones and Tyree Kill. So already, I'm not a fan of this, but... This is what happens, right? Sometimes in real leagues, this is what happens. So Juju, Julio, Hill were the first three picks in the second round. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was the fourth pick in the second round. Excellent value there. Josh Jacobs, Travis Kelsey, DJ Moore at 2.7. Patrick Mahomes went at 2.8 as the first quarterback off the board. Lamar Jackson at 2.9 right behind him. Miles Sanders at 2.10. So I told you earlier my strategy is going to be uh, running back heavy early, and that's I'm going to stick with that. So I already have Saquon Barkley. Uh, the computer is recommending Kenyon Drake. That is who I next have on my board, although I would be very happy with Aaron Jones as well, who is also available. So if you're looking, it's, it's Kenyon Drake, Aaron Jones, Austin Eckler still there, but you know my feelings on Austin Eckler, um, and Chris Carson, and so on. But I'm going to make my pick. It's Kenyon Drake is going to be my pick at 2.11. So I'm starting off with Saquon and Kenyon Drake. I think it's a good start. I'm very excited about Drake, and I want him in that Cliff Kingsbury Kingsbury offense. So Chris Godwin went at 2.12, and then Kittle went there. You know what? I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. Aaron Jones, who I'm higher on than most, I think is going to be used heavily. He will have some regression from last year, no doubt about that. A.J. Dillon might be involved to a point, but I think he hurts Jamal Williams a little more. Aaron Jones, a free agent after the year, will be heavily involved by the Packers, in my opinion. So I'm going to make him my pick. If you want to go with Austin Eckler, that's fine with me. Not on my rankings. I have Aaron Jones higher. So he's my pick, and I'm starting very happily with Saquon Barkley, Kenyon Drake, and Aaron Jones. So it's going now. Let's see. It's back to my pick in the fourth round. Let me just read you quickly who went after my selection of Aaron Jones or Austin Eckler. No surprise there. Then Kenny Galladay, Mike Evans, Todd Gurley, Allen Robinson, Leonard Fournette. Good value for Fournette, in my opinion, 3.8. David Johnson at 3.9. Adam Thielen, Chris Carson, and Devontae Parker wrapped up the third round. Uh, Heading into the fourth round, he went with Le'Veon Bell, Robert Woods at 4.2, outstanding value. We have him inside our top 10 this year. Amari Coomer, uh, um, Coomer no. Amari Cooper, uh, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf at 4.4. Sorry, 4.5. Brown was 4.4. Mark Andrews at 4.6. T.Y. Hilton, 4.7. Melvin Gordon, uh, Zach Ertz, and Calvin Ridley. And that brings it up to me at 4.11. And I am very tempted right now. Uh, this is, I mean, when I say I want to start running back heavy, I meant the first three picks, and I, and I already achieved that, and now I'm looking and you're saying it's probably a good idea to take a wide receiver here. Well, the best available wide receiver right now is Cooper Cup. You also have Lockett on the board, McLaurin, Chark, Sutton, Allen, Diggs. So your true number one might not be there, but there are a lot of players in the same tier, at least my same tier, um, as well as wide receiver twos. So when I look at the running backs that are still there, and I'm looking at it, James Conner, Jonathan Taylor, Mark uh, Mark Ingram, or or, Devon, um, or David Montgomery, excuse me, 
Most people might go with Jonathan Taylor here. I know the hype is surrounding him. He does look phenomenal in practice, right? Uh, but I'm I'm a James Conner guy. Who James Conner also looks phenomenal in uh, in training camp right now. I I thought he might opt out. He he did not. So what I'm gonna do, and even though one of these running backs, right? I have Barkley. I have Aaron Jones. I have Kenyon Drake. If I go another running back, one of these running backs will not be in my lineup, and that is fine. I want as many guys who are going to be quote-unquote workhorses, which there aren't many of, but I think James Conner is one of them. So I'm going to make James Conner my fourth-round pick at 4.11. So I'm starting with four straight running backs, and maybe not a good idea, and it might even be smart to go with another running back here in Jonathan Taylor, but I am not. It is time I go and look for a wide receiver. Um, I'm, I don't know how I feel about Terry McLaurin. That's who the computer is recommending. Well, actually, the computer is recommending overall. Let me take a look here. Let me switch over. They are recommending McLaurin as the pick I should be going with. I'm not. I'm not. I am going to go with DJ Chark, though. I am going to go with DJ Chark as my first wide receiver. Excuse me, as my first wide receiver. Just for uh, for those that were wondering, after my pick, I'm not sure if I mentioned this or not, um, but after my pick of James Conner, uh, Cooper Cup, and Lockett, um, both went after me, and that's why I took Chark. If 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 Cup was there, or even if Lockett was there, I probably would have went with one of them. Um, as my fifth round pick, but they were not, and that's fine. Uh, McLaurin did go right after me at Chark, then Jonathan Taylor, Sutton, Ingram, Keenan Allen, um, uh, Brown, Stephon Diggs, most certain went at 5.10, Darren Waller at 5.11, Josh Allen at 5.12. That's an interesting selection right there. Uh, Dave Montgomery, Singletary, Prescott, Russell Wilson, quarterbacks flying off the board right here in the sixth round. Um, Evan Ingram, Kyler Murray, Michael Gallup, A.J. Green, uh, DeAndre Swift and Deshaun Watson at 6.10. I have Watson higher than a lot of the other guys that went. So uh, here I am at 6.11. And I got to say, I took a little bit of a beating here because I would have went with one of those maybe with uh, Deshaun Watson or Kyler Murray if he was there. He's not. I'm s- certainly not going with a tight end right now because all that's left is the tight ends are Hunter Henry, Higby, who I'm lower on than most, Hurst, Cook, Hooper, and so on. So I'm going to have to wait now on my tight end for sure. Let's take a look at the quarterbacks that are available. Matt Ryan, Drew Brees, Carson Wentz, Brady. I kind of like them, but I also pick again soon. So I'm not going to use them on one of the quarterbacks here. So I'm going to have to go wider receiver. And I'm looking at uh, Jarvis Landry, Tyler Boyd, Julian Edelman, Marvin Jones. So I, I took a beating here. I, I did. I got to be honest. I took a beating here. Um, I do like Tyler Boyd a lot, and I think that's who I'm going to go with. And I might not even go uh, quarterback, which might be my plan for the seventh round if one of the guys I'm looking at here, another wide receiver, is available. But uh, I am going to go Tyler Boyd as my 6.11 pick. So uh, my wide receivers, you could say, need work, and that's certainly, but I think it's easier to find a wide receiver than it is a running back, which is why I'm going running back heavy. Uh, Jordan Howard went, and then Jarvis Landry went, so now I'm up, I'm back up in the seventh round at 7.2, and I'm going to take the upside of Will Fuller. Uh, Brandon Cooks is also there, you know, both on Houston, and uh, I, it, it's just a matter of health, right? And, you know, Will Fuller really hasn't proved to stay healthy, but I really like that connection with, of him and Watson, and, and, and I don't have Watson, but... 
Uh, I like the chemistry that they have. Brandon Cooks will be fine, but I'm going to go Will Fuller. I'm going to take the upside and hope that he stays healthy right there. So we are going to head now towards the eighth round. I'm not going to read you everybody that went in between unless I take a look and see if there's something that's interesting. Let's go back and take a look there. That Any, any, any surprises? Uh, well, Cam Akers went at 7.5. Matt Ryan uh, would have been the quarterback I would have been I would have been targeting here in the eighth round, but he's he went off the board. Um, one of my must-have players, and shame on me for not realizing this. One of my must-have players that I talked about is Kareem Hunt, and I did not get him. He went exactly where his ADP is in the seventh round, but I I would have really really liked to have Kareem Hunt, even though I have all those other. Uh, running backs already, but that's that's the name of the game, and that's and that's my fault. I didn't even look at running backs when I probably should have, or I, maybe I didn't look far enough down the board. Higby and Hunter Henry both in, went in the seventh round, which is a little bit shocking. Uh, one of my favorite sleeper picks, Mike Williams, ended up at seven point twelve, so I think that's good value. I, I like I like what he could possibly bring to the table this year as well. Uh, another quarterback, Carson Wentz, who another guy who I was looking at, he went at 8.5. So uh, nothing else. J.K. Dobbins at 8.9, Ronald Jones 8.8, and so on. So I'm back on the clock. It's 8.11. Uh, let's take a look at the tight ends. I'm still not comfortable with who's there right now worthy of that selection. I'm not even comfortable with, uh, let's see, um, running backs. Let's take a look. You got James White available. Matt Rita is available. The computer is recommending James White. Uh, for me, um, I have Matt Breda higher than that. Tariq Hohen is still there. Carry uh, on Johnson. Um, there's some upside guys there. I kind of like. I kind of like some of the upside guys here in the eighth. So, I, do I want to go with a quarterback here? I'm gonna have to probably get Brady if I um, a Breeze if I want one of the top quarterbacks. So let's go quarterback. Let's go Drew Brees at eight point eleven here. I may or may not have held off a little bit, but that's fine. And I'm gonna go with another one. Another one of my sleeper picks here at running back and I know what's going to happen is the little pop-up on the on the draft wizard is going to say you reached and that's fine I understand it but I missed out on on Kareem Hunt uh so this guy he would probably he might still would have been there in the 10th round for me but I'm not sure but I'm going to make my pick. I'm going to go Antonio Gibson. Okay, this is going to be one of my sleeper picks, one of my reaches. Uh, no, it didn't say I reached. I'm surprised. Um, and there might have been better players available, but this is what you do, guys. You, if there's a player that you want, you need to go and get them, right? I wanted Kareem Hunt. I didn't go and get him when I thought I should, and I missed out on him. So if chances are if I let Antonio Gibson go, I would have missed out on him. Uh, so let's, you know, now I'm in the 10th round, 10.11, and this is primarily starting with probably the eighth and ninth, even though I took a quarterback in the eighth, probably the ninth round up. you want upside. This is what you want. You want to find guys that are going to give you the ability and the chance to, uh, win a week or win a league for that matter. All right. If somebody else goes down or whatnot. So let's take a look, um, wide receivers, uh, which I'm still short on. Uh, it would recommend Brashad Perriman, who I do like a lot more than uh, most. Justin Jefferson is there. I want to just take a look at the running backs right now, even though I do have more of them. Cohen, Johnson, Latavius Murray, all good options right now. Um, I'm going to go a couple wide receivers probably here at 10 in the 11th round. And I am going to go with 
Brashad Perman. I am going to go with Brashad Perman. I like what I'm hearing out of Jets camp. And then I'm going to back that up with another wide receiver. And this is going to go a little more upside. Um, you could go Justin Jefferson. That would be just fine. Um, but I'm going to go with probably the number two. Uh, you know what? No, let's change it up. Uh, no, let's go Alan Lazard. Okay, Green Bay. This is the 11th round. I want some upside. He should be the number two there in Green Bay. Um, but Brandon Ayuk is also a possibility uh, in San Francisco. Uh, let's see. Let's go with... I'm going to go with Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard's my pick at 11, at 11.2. So, and this is where... Oh, look at this. Uh, this is where the reach pop-up appears. And there are some defenses now flying off the boards in this mock draft. We are at round 12. Uh, Deshaun Jackson would have been a nice pick here, but he just went the pick before me. Um, I should probably... And Brandon Ayuk is there, but I'm going to go my tight end. I don't have a tight end yet. There are a couple that I like. One of them that I'm really high on is Mike Gusecki, so he's available. I'm going to make him my pick at 12.11, and that is considered a steal, according to Fantasy Pros. Thank you very much. Um, I'm not going to back it up with my other sleeper tight end, although I might, in real in real life, my uh, my sleeper tight end will probably be gone in my next pick, but I know he, he might be there in this one um, in round 12. I'm going to just take a look at the draft board a little bit, just to take a look and see. Uh, what I'm at as far as um, roster, and I have I have the four running backs. I have five receivers. Uh, just to recap real quick, Saquon Barkley, Kenyon Drake, Aaron Jones, James Conner, Antonio Gibson on my running back so far. DJ Chark, Tyler Boyd, Will Fuller, Brashard Perriman, Alan Lazard are my wide receivers so far. Um, I mentioned that I wanted Brandon Ayuk uh, from San Francisco. He's still available for me at 13.2. I just want to take a look at the running backs and see if there is a... And there is, and I'm going to go this route. I'm going to go, and I'm going to take, I'm going to snipe, and I mentioned I mentioned this in my previous podcast on running back handcuffs. Um, I'm going to snipe Tony Pollard from uh, the Ezekiel Elliott owner. So I'm going to grab Tony Pollard. Maybe I can use him in some trade bait later on, or something. if something happens with Elliott, I am going to be set for sure. So 1411, uh, another one of my sleeper running backs is, I'm uh, sorry, my sleeper uh, wide receivers is still there, um, as well as my sleeper tight end. I'm going to go with my sleeper tight end. There's a couple of them, actually. Jonu Smith, uh, Jonu Smith is still available. Uh, Noah Font still available. But my sleeper tight end that I like a lot is Blake Jarwin on Dallas. So I'm going to make him my pick at 14.11. Um Daniel Jones, who I liked a lot, I was going to take him, and Paris Campbell. So two players that I probably would have went with at a 15.2 went right after my Blake Jarwin pick. So maybe I should have gone in the direction, Daniel Jones and or Paris Campbell. Uh, I should get a backup quarterback for Drew Brees. Um, there's some couple left, actually, so I'm going to hold off. Okay, Cam Newton, Jared Goff, Baker Mayfield, Ryan Tannehill still there. Um, as far as running backs, you'll be looking at uh, DeAndre Washington, um, Darrington Evans, Joshua Kelly, Giovanni Bernard. Uh, there is a sleeper running back I like. He's still there. Um, I'm going to hold off. What round am I in? 15.2? Mm, let's take a look at the wide receivers. Um, I might have gone with Paris Campbell if he was still available. And I and I and I keep saying that you know wide receivers are are easier to find and they are, and I'm gonna go with another one of my sleeper running backs and I took Antonio Gibson and I'm gonna 
I'm going to go with Bryce Love. This is going to be a reach. This is going to be a reach. I know that for a fact, according to Fancy Pros. But I think Bryce Love has the chance to be the number one running back in Washington. Not saying he's going to be the number one fantasy producer in Washington. I think that belongs to Antonio Gibson as far as running backs. So my roster, we are in. I'm in my last pick. That's it. That's my last pick, right? So now I got to go and pick a, a defense. I have no other choice. Uh, let's go with the Chargers at this pick. I thought I had another couple picks, so uh, shame on me. So the grade, the draft grade is in. The draft grade is in, and I'll go over who I have right now, but they gave me a B plus. 89 out of 100 is what Fantasy Pros is the consensus grade. Uh, if you look at the Fantasy Pros experts grade, that's Dan Harris, Mike Tagliere, and Kyle, excuse me, Kyle Yates. Harris would have given me an A minus, tags an A, and Yates a B plus would be the, the grade there. So, but the projected standings, they have my team finishing third. Okay, they have my starters at ranked fourth, and they have my bench at two. My bench is usually my strong points anyway. If you want to take a look at my overall team, um, I'll go by position rather than where they were drafted. Um, I think let's go by the draft board. Um, so I went, I started off with Saquon, went with Drake, Aaron Jones, and James Conner. My first four picks were running were running backs. Uh, my next three were wide receivers, DJ Chark, Tyler Boyd, and Will Fuller. Then I took my quarterback in round eight and Drew Brees. Round nine, from, from round nine down is where I want as much upside as possible. And that's where I went Antonio Gibson. Then I backed it up with Prashar Perriman and Alan Lazard, Mike Gusecki, Tony Pollard, Blake Jarwin, Bryce Love, and then the Chargers defense. Um, I want to take a look at the team they have, number one, which is Tua for the money, is the name there. Let's take a look at who they have. So their quarterbacks, Matthew Stafford. They have Christian McCaffrey. Oh, they have the number one pick. Christian McCaffrey, Jordan Howard as their RB1 and RB2. I got to say my RB2 is much better than their RB2. That's for sure. Uh, Chris Godwin, Cooper Cup, and Tyler Lockett. That's a good receiving court right there to go along with Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle. So I can see why they have the number one team. So they have three outstanding wide receivers, um, one of the top, if not the top, tight end. Uh, their flex is uh, Jarvis Landry. At least that's who they have uh, have penciled in here. Baltimore Ravens. Their bench is Matt Breda, Tariq Cohen, Daniel Jones. A lot of upside here. Boston Scott, Keneal Harry, Paris Campbell, and Giovanni Bernard. So that's the team who... Is projected to finish number one. Um, as I said, I'm projected to finish number three. So this was fun. I did take some risks. Remember when you're drafting, if there's some, a player you want, you have to go and get them, okay? You cannot be a slave to rankings. You cannot be a slave to ADP. Um, find guys that you want to target. If you have to reach around it to, then go ahead, okay? That's, you know, this is what it's about. This is, this is your squad. This is your roster. You're the manager. This is what you want to do. Um ADPs and, and, and rankings are, are a good tool, but it's not something that you should just live by. All right. So keep that in mind. You need to go get the guys you want rather than just be a slave to rankings and uh, ADP. All right. So that's going to wrap it up for this mock draft. This was pretty fun. I'm going to do another one again, randomized. I hope to do enough randomized mock drafts where I can actually do it from each draft spot from one to 12. Uh, well, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. So this was from the number two spot. Obviously, that made Saquon the consensus pick. Thanks for listening. 
to start preparing, please be sure to go to fantasyshed.com. Check out our cheat sheets. You can download them. You can print them. Half point, PPR, PPR, player tiers, top 200, uh, strength of schedule, busts, sleepers, all that good stuff. Auction values. Uh, go check it out. We have it. And don't forget to go to Thrive Fantasy and use promo code SHED, S-H-E-D, on your first deposit. We'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Shed on Air. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at FantasyShed underscore com for information on upcoming episodes as we help guide you to a fantasy football championship. Let's <laughs> go.